bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, welcome to this edition of CPM Friday Special. I'm Stephanie Lee. Looking coffee is back and bigger. China's Starbucks competitor that became mired in a fraud scandal in 2020 and got kicked off Wall Street is making a strong comeback. Looking reported a stellar performance in the second quarter of 2023, turning a net profit of 114.7 million yuan to a gain of nearly 1 billion yuan in the competitive quarters. Total revenues rose 88% to 6.2 billion yuan as the coffee chain expanded its footprint with 1,485 net new stores opening worldwide, including five in Singapore, ending the second quarter with 10,836 outlets. The opening of the new Xiamen store in June 5th saw Luckin reach a milestone to become the first coffee chain to open 10,000 stores in China, beating out foreign and domestic competitors alike. Starbucks China is reportedly aiming to open 9,000 stores by 2025, and Bosworthy homegrown rival Manor Coffee's outlets currently number only in the hundreds. Most of the income in the latest quarter have been brought by an influx of customers, as Luckin had a MAU of 430.7 million by the end of June, more than doubling from the same period last year. And its monthly transacting users reached 15 million in June for the first time in history. A big part of China's firm's appeal comes from discount and convenient takeout experiences. Lucking of a launch promotional events in June to celebrate store anniversaries and issue weekly vouchers to offer coffee for just 9.9 yuan per cup. The events were welcomed better than expected and the firm decided to extend the campaign by at least two years to increase its market share. Guo Jingyi, chairman and chief executive, said during a meeting held to release the results. Coffee drinking culture catches on. China is probably the last place where one would expect a large group of consumers to overwhelmingly take coffee. Coffee reportedly made its initial appearance in China when a French missionary planted coffee beans throughout Yunnan province in the 1890s. The drink would go largely unnoticed for the following hundred years. Traditionally home to products like oolong and longjing tea, the country is, however, slowly seeing consumer preferences and consumption patterns evolve in favor of the dark beverage. In 2021, China's coffee market grew by 31% over the previous year and is projected to increase at a compound annual growth rate of 9.63% between 2022 and 2025. As the population of Chinese coffee consumers continues to grow in 2022, the coffee segment will generate 15.34 billion US dollars in revenue. And the country's coffee industry is expected to maintain a growth rate ranging from 20% to 35% in the coming years. By 2025, it is projected that the overall market size nationwide will exceed 1 trillion yuan from 381.7 billion yuan in 2021, according to a report released by Alibaba Group Holdings research arm Ali Research. 
and the number of coffee shops in China has reached 148,000, equal to 10.5 per 100,000 people, according to data from catering sector research firm Kanyan Data. Some 53,000 new stores were opened in the country in the past year, a net increase of 19,500. The coffee battle heats up. Although more people in China are embracing the coffee culture, per capita coffee consumption in the country still lags behind that of developed nations like Japan, South Korea and the United States. This has caught the attention of both global and local coffee brands, who recognize the immense untapped potential of the Chinese market. In big cities such as Beijing, Shanghai and Guangzhou, people drink about 300 cups of coffee a year, close to US levels. But across mainland China as a whole, the average is just 9 cups, according to Deloitte data. Fierce competition between global coffee chains such as Starbucks and Costa and domestic players like Luckin Coffee and Mana Coffee, coupled with surging demand for coffee makers and beans sourced from various countries, have resulted in a greater number of coffee shops springing up across the country, leading to a significant increase in coffee consumption. Industry insiders noted that big coffee chains previously held off from opening stores too close to each other, but now everyone, even international brands, are opening stores regardless of the location to try to seize as large a market share as possible. In addition to the faster pace of openings, coffee chains have turned to promotions, including price cards and new products such as during the tea and avocado coffee. Promotional pricing is the sales strategy mainly embraced by emerging coffee brands. For example, Coty cuts the price of all products to 9.9 yuan per cup in February, and in May that was further lowered to 8.8 yuan. It offered new customers coffees for just 1 yuan throughout last month. Even Starbucks, which initially shunned competing directly with emerging brands, has stepped up efforts to launch new products. Others are teaming up with famous brands to boost their appeal. For example, Yongpu Coffee joined with liquor maker Wuliang Ye to launch a special liquor-infused coffee product. Mana Coffee recently opened a time-limited bookstore with French fashion house Louis Vuitton. Previously, it launched joint products with French high-end skincare brand Helena Rubinstein. Also, in recent years, the term Chinese style has grown to encompass a wide range of items, beyond simply those with traditional Chinese cultural components, but is associated with many aspects of contemporary Chinese lifestyle, including coffee habits. For example, Tongren Tang, the large producer of traditional Chinese medicine, has established a sub-brand called Zhima Health and has introduced coffee products infused with traditional Chinese medicine concept at seven new stores in Beijing. All eyes on the sinking market. Apart from first and second tier cities, coffee consumption is also expanding in lower tier cities, or known as the sinking market. Meituan's data shows that last year, third tier cities experienced the fastest growth in the number of coffee shops, reaching a growth rate of 19%. The rapid expansion into small cities is advantageous for large on-premise coffee brands due to lower expenses on management, labor and rent compared to major cities, said Wang Qi, 
vice president of the Beijing-based China National Food Industry Association. Luckin has long been targeting smaller cities for years with the franchise model that caused retail partnerships more commonly found in fast food industries such as milk tea and fried chicken. This typically see Luckin stores take up small spaces with lower operating cost and rent compared to its foreign competitors. Moreover, Luckin's modus operandi is hyper-convenience takeaway coffee. Consumers pre-order on an app, drop into the store to collect their coffee and ticket to go with virtually no queuing and no staff interaction necessary. Opening as many stores as possible to maximize the brand's visibility has been Luckin's primary expansion strategy so far. This is aided by the pre-order and takeaway model, which keeps overhead and staffing costs low and requires far less real estate. Luckin has long powered its growth through spendthrift marketing expenditure and unsustainably deep discounts. The new generation of Chinese coffee brands instead caters directly to the taste of young consumers via clever brand collaborations, social media, ready limited edition beverages, and sustainability-based efforts, as well as affordable but not solely deep discount-based pricing. It is the value proposition of being Starbucks' cheap alternative that will be most interesting to watch as Luckin continues its comeback tour. But will it crack the code and sort out its unsustainable pricing and discounting strategy to achieve long-term revenue that can offset massive marketing expenditures? Illustrating Luckin's new strategy is the recent recruitment notice for retail partners, which specified 25th-tier cities and four fourth-tier cities in provinces such as Gansu, Yunnan and Heilongjiang. By the end of 2022, retail partnership stores represent more than 30% of Luckin's stores nationwide, up from just 10% in March 2020. Luckin's ability to provide coffee at a low price is also related to its strong supply chain control capabilities. Luckin built its first coffee roasting base in Ningde City, Fujian province, with an annual baking capacity of 15,000 tons of coffee beans. The base is equipped with a full set of imported equipment, which can realize fully automated production from raw material, baking, packaging, palletizing to storage, while the second baking base is located in Kunshan, Jiangsu province. Delivery is a stumble of life in China. Food, cosmetics, pet products and nearly anything else are bought a click away. Clicking's strategy to support a delivery service for single cups of low-priced coffee was immediately accepted by Chinese consumers. By comparison, grabbing a coffee in a traditional cafe quickly felt inconvenient. There is no denying that Luckin is an innovative market leader. However, consumers who drink delivery coffee from Luckin and those who choose to sit in specialty coffee shops fall into different categories. Those who seek caffeine and convenience and those who seek taste and experience. So Starbucks, for example, has chosen to stick to the somewhat high-end market, focusing on not just the coffee but the experience.
In the third quarter of fiscal 2023, Starbucks China revenue was 821.9 million US dollars, up 60% year over year. And Starbucks added 237 net new stores in China during the reporting period, more than the previous two quarters combined. At the end of the third quarter, Starbucks China operated 6,480 stores in 250 cities. We are focused on delivering a premium coffee experience that cannot be replicated by other brands. We're able to serve customers' diverse consumption scenarios and needs. Wang Jingyi, chairman and chief executive of Starbucks China, said on an earnings call recently. Starbucks clearly not giving up on its value proposition, even when the price war is closing in on its comfort zone. Still, Starbucks plan to have 9,000 stores in China by 2025. And that's it for today. Tune in next Monday on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.